Hello everyone, good morning, Nachi Gordon here from Meaningful Minute, Meaningful People, and I am presenting to you a new podcast called The Daily Thread. I'll be sitting down with my father, Larry Gordon, I think four mornings a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and discussing what in the world is going on in the world. Stories that pertain to our lives from Jews, Jews around the world. It could be... Uh, my voice car going viral. What's up with that? It could be what's going on in Uman, what's going on in your Jewish community around anywhere in the world. So I hope you enjoy. Um, there's a lot that happens in our day-to-day life. There's a lot of really meaningful things that happen in our day-to-day life. And we are looking forward to, you know, using this platform to shine uh, a spotlight on, on the good stuff that's happening, especially. Um, again, like I said, I'm joined by my father, Larry Gordon. He's been involved in media for the last, I don't know, over 30, 40 years. Um, so I hope you enjoy this conversation. I don't know if this is a good thing that's happening, but something that's definitely happening, which is very interesting, is the recent, uh, v- I guess, virality or the rise of Miami Boys Choir. Miami Boys Choir that, I don't know, first of all, I wonder why they're called Miami Boys Choir. Well, uh, to what I read this morning, it started in Miami. Really? Uh, Yachim yeah. Begun started in Miami? Started in Miami. I don't know what he was doing there. Maybe he was in yeshiva there. I think it started 19, I'm not sure. I think I said, I think 72 maybe. Really? And uh, then he moved to New York and he kept the name Miami Boys Choir. So for those who aren't familiar on, on social media, on TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere, um, it started, I guess, a few weeks ago where Miami Boys Choir became active on social media and they started posting clips from concerts that took place 20 some years ago. And uh, one of their famous, famous songs, Yerushalayim. Was posted online and it has well over, I mean, on their page, it has over 7.1 million views, but it has really? tens wow. of millions of views on, on the internet. And this is not Jewish viral. This is viral viral. This is world viral. I'll tell you the truth. I don't know how, I don't know the psychology of, of TikTok and how it works. I know it's for people basically for very, very minimal, limited attention span. <laughs> My news, I think not measurable in any mathematical way. I wonder what it means, though, in a in a... In the Siata de Shmaya. On a high, yeah. No pun on, intended. On, yeah, because that's also one of their big songs, yeah. <laughs> on a higher level, the fact that Miami Boys Choir is, has Listen, gone crazy you know, viral during Yom Naraim. You know, you there know? was a time before cable TV. Yeah. Uh, there was, for very, very many years, there was only cable TV. In New York, there was only cable TV in um, in New York City. Okay? And when, when we were kids, uh, or teenagers, if we had a friend in Manhattan, um... You know, you wanted to watch a Nick playoff game, for example. You had to go to your friend's house in Manhattan because they had uh, the, the Nick games on cable TV. It wasn't available uh, anyplace else. And, um, you know, and, and also in those days, uh, the Fabrengans with Lava Chereva used to be broadcast on cable TV, and they came under blistering criticism. How could you go on, how could you go on TV? You know, there's so much bad stuff and so much uh, schmutz, they used to say on cable TV, because it was uncensored, it was this, it was that. But the whole idea, which the world at that stage anyway could not uh, uh, make room in their heads for, was that everything that is created in the world should be 
a way to use it for uh, uh, a, a holy way, you know, to inject some uh, some kedusha uh, into the process. And I think that was demonstrated. And I think TikTok is known for having. Yeah, uh, I, I think that I. I what's think TikTok known for? What's it? it has crazy things. I know, but I think that I, I respect to the people who stay off of those platforms because it's not necessarily a, a good place. And if there are people who um, don't, they think that these uh, TikTok specifically is a place to stay off of. And I agree, it's not necessarily a place well, to be on. Well, this proves that there's an upside and a downside to everything. Is it know? an upside? Is what happened an upside? There's, a, there's an upside and downside to everything. You know, you could uh, you could drive your car to go to, to Davamira late at night someplace far away, and you could if you're you know if you're if you're inebriated uh, and you. And you get into an accident, then your car is being used for a bad thing, you know. So uh, that's what I mean. That's an extreme example, but there's an upside and a downside for everything. And this is TikTok, you know, cable TV, TikTok, the internet. You know, it ha- is what it is, but it has the ability. We have Am Yisrael has the ability to interject uh, kedusha into into and use it in a positive way, as you know from you know uh, the the, the Daviomi Shiurim. Real clear DAF and uh, uh, DAF Digest. These are all things that are distributed via the internet. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens with Mayor Voice Choir. I kind of think that it'd be pretty cool if they could do like a reunion concert and have those guys back um, just to do another show. Well, see, I read that one of the guys is in the Maccabees today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I guess you you didn't read the whole story, did you? That's why you're here. (laughs) I have the patience to read the whole story. Well, um, I'm yeah. not on TikTok, so I could read an entire story. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of stories, on to the next one. Um, over Yontif, which, by the way, was beautiful. Yes. Yontif. Um, yes. We, I davened in Kalmavak Hashem, yes. led by Joey Newcomb. Right. And I davened at uh, Congregation Base Bayrish. Bayrish Fuchs. Uh, in Lawrence, Bayrish Fuchs. It was a beautiful shul uh, with a beautiful minion, beautiful uh, Bali Fila. Something that we noticed growing up, we would walk to shul down Central Avenue, and we would pass by Temple Israel, which was the right. Reformed Temple here in the Five Towns. And it used to be there was cars parked for for miles and miles and miles. People just flocking to that well, temple. You know, it's and not, now it's empty. It's not just it's not just um, it's not just that it's uh, that is empty. For and that Temple Israel is the flagship was known as the flagship Reformed Temple on Long Island. Really. Um, People will travel from far. You know, it's uh, the truth of the matter is five towns today is known. We live here, and we know that it's basically one of the anchor from communities in the world. Whoa, you know, outside. I don't of, know about that. I, I well, well, outside of Eretz Yisrael, I, I would say anchor from community in the world. I think first of all, Israel. I, I said outside I, no, of Eretz Yisrael. No, no. I think Lakewood will consider themselves an anchor from community in the world. I think Ever- Flatbush <laughs> will consider themselves a, an anchor from community in the world. Well, let's leave that. Let's leave that to different people's opinions. That's that's. Uh, I'm talking in terms of its uh, international. Renowned. Okay. Uh, I, five Towns has an international renown. I had no yes, idea absolutely. about that. What's the Five absolutely. Towns international re- renown? Listen, I know um, the last time I was in Israel, which was uh, uh, beginning of July, uh, I was at the hotel to dive in one morning, and one of the collectors comes over. Uh, you know, in the morning, they spot you, they profile you. You know, they see you're not from Jerusalem, you're not an Israeli. I don't know how. I mean, I guess exude that kind of air i guess yeah well because you stop and speak to them that's how they well, know no i was just there uh, davin and <laughs> and um and th- this is why i drew that conclusion so the guy says to me he wants to guess where i'm from 
and I can't speak out. You know, I have my tonsils and filling on in the middle of davening. So he says to me, uh, uh, "Where, where are you are you from? Uh, Brooklyn, uh, Muncie, uh, Five Towns. That was his third choice." Okay, so like I said, like Brooklyn, Muncie, and I think Lakewood. I don't know. I, I wonder how people would rank in terms of Jewish communities. Um, I guess I didn't project the, the Lakewood image. Lakewood definitely is probably number one on a lot of people's lists. Definitely on the people from Lakewood's list. Yeah, but uh, so why'd you bring that up? Oh, we were talking temple, about the Temple Israel. Temple. The, oh, you see, the Temple Israel is a reformed temple. It's a flagship temple. Truth of the matter is it's been either empty or underused uh, for many, many years. It's got to be an Orthodox. Uh, we live here 30 years. Uh, they don't want to sell it because that's a... That's a, will signal a defeat for the reform movement. The, the reform movement nationally knows Temple Israel in Lawrence. And they, even though it's empty, uh, they will they will they will not sell it. Although, I think the uh, actually I, let me back up. The JCC of Five Towns bought it. Uh, they have their preschool there, right. and I think that the Temple Israel has a long term lease, uh, so uh, to use it. But certainly, COVID was a reason not to go, not for everyone not to go to shul. Mm-hmm. Most every most everybody came back, except they never came back, right? For for whatever reason. But you're right. When you were a kid, um, Central Avenue was lined up with spectacular, like an auto show. You know, yeah. with the Mercedes Benz, uh, Rolls Royces on occasion, Bentleys. Um, people you know. were there. People were there, and now you walk by and it's empty. Yeah, they came by. Uh, Time to be, you know, like the reform movement, I guess, is uh, you know, taking it, a hit. Yeah, and Yom Kippur used to end at 2 o'clock in the afternoon at the reform temple. Used to eat. All the cars would be, you know, I guess they had to go, but all the cars would be gone by, by 2 to 3 o'clock on Yom Kippur afternoon. Uh, that's, you know, we're, we're, being, we're being a little bit uh, cynical about it. But the fact of the matter is that is the overwhelming majority yeah. of American Jews. A lot of, a lot of Jews were in Uman. Yes. Over Rosh Hashanah. I saw and that. As soon as we all turned it off on our phones after Yontif, one of the main headlines that we saw was we thwarted Russian attacks on Uman. Yeah, I think that's Ukraine, true. Ukraine is claiming that there were attacks that were planned over Uman and they and they, they thwarted it. They prevented it from happening. So you think that happened? Agree or disagree? <laughs> I don't know. I know that uh, on the subject of Uman, of course, it was much less. I, I, it was about 10,000 people went this year. Um, as opposed to the usual 50,000 uh, or more. Okay. I, I can imagine, you know, mostly men go there, right? They usually leave yeah. their families at home if they're married. They usually leave their wives and, and children home. I can imagine a lot of wives uh, protested this year. Mm, I don't know. You know. And who knows? I bet you there was an unusual amount of uh, one-way tickets sold. <laughs> why should you waste so much money <laughs> if you're not sure you're coming back, you know? Right. So <laughs> that's one thing to consider, but uh, I'm not going to say I never, I never went. Um, you have a, you have a desire to go to Uman? To Uman, I take your cameras think, with you. No, That'd be pretty cool. I think cool. that people who are, I, I have never had a desire to go to Uman at all. I never really had a desire to go anywhere outside of America that is in Israel, but there are people who are connected to Breslov that it's, you know, it's, it's holy of holies. Yeah, uh, it's very. There was, a, there was a movement about, I guess, in the last ten years, to uh, to take uh, Reb Nachman's remains and rebury him in your, in Eretz Yisrael. Yeah, but I think that was very. Oh very man, they went crazy when they wanted to do that. You Boom. know what that means? That means no more going to Uman for Rosh Hashanah. That look, that was so that would be <laughs> that would be a disaster on so many levels for a lot of families. Listen, we wish everyone. Uh, you know, a safe travels home from Uman. Yes. I hope you had a beautiful yontif there. A big mazel tov 
over Yontif, Shari Tzedek reports that 51 girls and 49 boys were born really? over Rosh Hashanah. Wow. 100 babies wow. on Rosh Hashanah. Shari Tzedek, there, there's a shit of crisis right there. 51 girls, 49 boys. Yeah, okay. Um, well, that's two days. That's not really one day. Although right. they say that uh, fasting induces labor. Well, I don't... Most babies are born either on, on Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur or Tishbev. So um, I guess that may have changed somewhat. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with Rosh Hashanah. Well, it's two days, you know. But no one's fasting on Rosh Hashanah. No, they're not fasting on Rosh Hashanah. I guess they were just due to give birth, so they gave birth. And the population has grown, you know. At the beginning of the new year, they come out with the latest statistics on the population in Israel. You probably have that somewhere on your phone. Yeah, of course. But what was it, 15 million is the total population now of Israel. I think uh, over 10 million Jews living in Israel. Somewhere. Really? So that's uh, those are big numbers. Amazing. A big shout out, and we'll put this on the on the screen for those who are watching. The U-Rock person of the day I have is the Florence family. We have a picture. It says in front of their house, which I think might be in Flatbush. It say? says, welcome, mealtimes, night, 9 p.m., daytime, 3.30, Shanatova, the Florence family. This is via MKY. They had a sign outside their house. Anybody who's walking by, yeah, can they can... In. Where is that, in Brooklyn? I think so. I think they can uh -huh. come for meals. There's a guy like that. There's a guy like that in Crown Heights too, one of the Rabashkins. They just uh, have everybody over a, a, for a lot of Lubavitcher Hasidim come to Crown Heights from around the world for the month of Tishrei, and he has a huge sukkah and a huge catering operation around the clock uh, for guests to come and eat their meals uh, at all times. I mean, I know it's been chronicled on. Uh, on on the you know different platforms over the years and i'm sure it'll be posted uh, somewhere this year too being that we're in new year balaz shows a video after the end of shemitah jewish farmers in israel plowing their fields tonight for the first time in a year mm -hmm. but it's going to take uh, quite a few months for stuff to start growing so the shemitah is really you know it's more than seven years really it's more like at least seven and a half years really just plant and uh, stuff has to grow uh, and that takes uh, that takes a lot of time. So you're saying Shemitah really is more than a year? Well, the effect uh, the effects of Shemitah. Yeah, uh, of course. Anything that grew over Shemitah, you don't uh, you don't use. But uh, now they're starting to uh, plow and uh, and plant, and uh, and the winter's coming too. Yeah. Truth of the matter is, you may not have uh, may not have use of these things for almost a year. Well, okay, that's good to know, people in Israel. Um, that's pretty much what's what's going on today. Today is also some Gedalia. We're fasting. Yes, yes, uh, we're fasting, and it's a it's a, it's a beautiful thing in a way because we ate too much over Rosh Hashanah. That's what we do. So it's uh, it's good timing uh, that you have a fast day to fine tune your uh, digestive system. I just, I mean I think that no matter how much you ate in Rosh Hashanah, everyone's still hungry today. Of course, of course, we're hungry. Um, but it's a good, uh, I forget what's today, today's Wednesday. Uh, you're going to be fasting next Wednesday too. A little bit longer than... You're going to be starting on, on Tuesday night. It's going to be a 25-hour fast. Because of the lateness, it's gonna, it's, a much, it's not a much earlier month, but it's an earlier month than usual. I think I saw that the fast was over next Wednesday at 7.10 or 7.11 mm -hmm. p.m. Not a dramatic change to what it usually is, but when... Uh, Yom Kippur comes out earlier in September. You're talking about sometimes 740, 738, 740, 744. Right. You know, and every minute counts when you're when you're not eating. And in, Israel, in Israel, I think it's even earlier. 
Yeah. And of course, we know that going on in Florida, there is Hurricane Ian. Right. That's uh, that's uh, a. Um, Did it make landfall in, in in like the areas? It's supposed like, to be. Uh, it's supposed to. It's 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 wreaking havoc all over Florida. The weather's terrible. Uh, having torrential downpours. It's, I think the storm is supposed to hit the west side of the state of Florida, which is where Tampa is. Uh-huh. Tampa, St. Petersburg. You know from. The old spring training days when you used to follow those teams. Yeah, when I used to follow those teams. Uh, so that's on the west side of um, uh, of, uh, of Florida. Uh, but, uh, you know, once it hits land, it does a lot of damage, but that's what breaks the storm up, and then it dies and uh, just go, goes off in different directions. And yeah. Brings a lot of rain here and there. There's another story that recently was, was there's an article about um, from Rifke Silver, which is on MeaningfulMinute.org. Um, the article is called Houston, we have a problem. That's one of the columns that we have on the website is Houston, we have a problem. Okay. And that problem being mockery. And what is um, it, mockery? Mockery. Okay. And the, the issue that was brought up is um, about this fake prosthetic toe ad oh, yeah, I saw that, that they had out there, and I, which I thought for a good amount of time was real. It's a joke. But supposedly it's fake. Yeah. And um, Rifke sort of took the, the stance of how it's just not right. It's mockery. You're making fun. Uh, you're you're just trying to get people riled up. <laughs> so some people will say, "Oh, just relax. It's just a joke." And then, you know, other people would say that, uh, like, I mean, it duped people. People thought it was real. How many people do you know that said, "Oh my gosh, it has a phone number. I called. It's real." Um, I don't know anybody that called. Um, <laughs> I know some people that mentioned it to me that uh, that they saw it, but. Uh, uh, it, it 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 yeah it makes a mockery of the it whole makes a mockery idea. of sneers I think um yeah well you know that that really opens up to a um a much deeper debate which I think starts with uh, something that neither you or I have the right to really no I don't I don't I don't, I don't I don't think that I'm talking about I'm talking about the way women cover their hair you know it's like the objective today of covering your hair is. So that it not look like your hair is covered, so it looks like natural, right? I, I don't, I don't, I'm not. You don't want, you don't want to comment. No, on I'm that, not right? talking about that at all. I'm just talking about the fact of making a, making a joke of people who are extra machmer or sensitive. Not to, not to say like the this thing is real at all. It's not real, yeah. but, but, what what was the intended result when putting out something like that? Uh, people, I don't know. It would have been more appropriate, I guess, around Purim time. Exactly. Not know. during. Uh, all right, but uh, someone has a sense of humor. And, uh, you know, uh, I guess people are very scrupulous and careful about, uh, you know, wearing open-toe shoes. I know I don't wear any open-toe shoes. Uh, I mean, you have sandals, but... I guess it's past your... I mean, you're a little, maybe a little too old for the open-toe shoes. Uh, what am I... Who wears open... You wear open-toe shoes? Not publicly. You maybe, know? like, in the summer. I mean, but, but, some, but, but women do. And, you know, and uh, I, like I said, um, you're going to post this today, and we probably should not profess any type of expertise in the certainly in that not area so if you want to you want to survive our first broadcast yeah, but you can read that article on meaningfulminute.org another thing that's uh-huh. going on in the meaningful minute world is we have to feel before tech right now that is a an initiative during a saras mechuva where just when you wake up daven first daven before you know going on your phone and going on your computer and because honestly the day will get away from you so to feel before tech that's something that's got that we're going we got going on um, before you check your phone, you should say brachas. No, you should even if you, you should, should daven. Should daven then before you even listen, look at your each phone. to their own. People have their schedules, and they could they could do what they could do. But definitely encouraging if you're a man to go ahead and daven, go to shul, put on tefillin, 
and then right. and, and then get your good. phone. That should be like that every day, not just in a Sarah's made Shuvah. I know, but it's something that we start during a Sarah's made Shuvah, and many people do continue it throughout the year. Um, these programs could go, you know, that we launched throughout the year could be seen via our WhatsApp status and Instagram. Go ahead and hit the link in the description to follow our WhatsApp status, follow us on Instagram. And okay. this is today's daily thread. We'll be back tomorrow with another one. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this conversation. You can go ahead and send an email to nachi at meaningfulminute.org if you have any feedback, if you have any topics, any stories you think should be spoken about. Um, we're going to try to, you know, have the show evolve as we go along. So the beauty about the show is that tomorrow's news has not yet happened. So we'll right. see what happens for tomorrow. Until then, have an easy fast. Have a great day.